Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another... Wow, I said welcome black. Welcome back to another Black Lotus episode. You know what I'm saying? The Black Lotus podcast will forever be around. I'm your host, co-host, Mike Blue. And your co-host, Josiah Jacobs. And uh, today we got on... We got a very interesting guest. I swear, when it comes to fashion, I've never seen jeans like this in my life. It, It's a whole... It's a whole new approach to it. You know, I, I met this brother through through one of my dear friends, Franz Kilo. And, uh, you know, I always thought there was something different about you, for real, brother. Uh, man, I got rich in the building. What's up? Uh, the whole spill. Man, I don't even know, like, how to introduce myself. I, I mean, my name is Rich. Uh, Rich Ricardo on Instagram, uh, MX Studios, creator of MX Studios. Um, man, I'm from the Bay, I'm from Oakland specifically, and just out here, uh, really trying to push this narrative that I got, like, that I see. And, uh, I hope you guys can just enjoy and see it along the way and see that journey. Not real. Well, um, since we started talking about, uh, your fashion, Rich. How did you get started in fashion? Well, first, my mom, she uh, she went to school for fashion. Uh, she went to, uh, I forgot the name, but uh, she went to school for intern, uh, architect design and a little bit of fashion design. And, um, oh, am I? No, <laughs> sorry. I, I don't want this in the background. Oh, that's good. You sure? Yeah, I told you, I had that little app. Right. I'm not going to plug it yet because I need to sponsorship. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, she been she been making her own clothes since like a little kid because she grew up in the Geneva Towers, SF. And you know how that went like back when they destroyed it. But before that, it was yeah. a lot of crack cocaine being sold in the neighborhoods and the hallways and stuff. So uh, she had to kind of make her own clothes growing up. And uh, she went to school. She won awards for her clothes. Oh, for real? Yeah, all type of shit, man. That's but, but nah, I, uh, I, I for real been making clothes since I was, like, uh, in high school. I used to make, like, a couple pieces that I would wear to school. Uh, you talking about the Starsky? Nah, or, um, I've been made. Nah, uh, nah, I, nah I made that after high school. I was going to say, because that, that line is hard. <laughs> I appreciate it, though. But uh, I was making, like, just personal clothes for me. Uh, like, just reconstructing, like, some flannels. Uh, and just doing shit like that for real. And then like coming to college, that's when I really like wanted to start a brand for real. So yeah. that's when I came up with the town demo. And then uh, I had fun with that. And then I wanted to rebrand, so I rebranded to Emic Studios. And uh, yeah, and present now. I got some denim out right now. I don't like denim. Go check them out. And I got some hoodies coming coming uh, right after this new year. So. They're gonna be dinner? Nah, some hoodies. Nah, just, oh, like, just okay, some, some regular. Or not regular, but <laughs> no, nah, for that for sure not gonna be regular. But um Yeah, I mean shit. I guess we can get into the conversation we're talking Wait, about. Wait, I, I did wanna ask Rich, um, do you think your mom and then her background in fashion gave you uh has or has given you like a leg up in the industry? Mm. Ooh, I wouldn't say industry, but I would definitely say my life. 
uh, honestly, because I feel like if it wasn't for her, it, it, I wouldn't be doing this right now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, there's, there's like, there were outside influences that inspired me, like, to a great extent as well, but uh, I would just say she, she, she's been a huge impact. She let me, she lent me her first, uh, or my first sewing machine. So that's how I started, like really making clothes, and uh, yeah, it all started from there. I was like, damn, I got a sewing machine now. What, what can I do with this? So I was just making like bags, shirts, uh, pants, shit. Like, like wholesale, wholesale, like. Nah, wholesale? I was just making shit for me at first. Okay. Yeah, like I was just looking at my wardrobe and seeing like, how can I fix? How can I reconstruct this? And I'm putting okay. and I'm putting niggas on game by saying that they would never want to start designing. Like start from like where you feel like you can reconstruct or make a difference in that aspect of like having your own at the moment or or working with what you have at the yeah. moment. So yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think? Um, well, I mean, do you still go to your mom for advice? Nah. Nah. Sometimes. But like on women's wear, yeah. Right. But like when it comes to men's wear, that was that's me. Mm. Yeah. And what do you think your your biggest um, difficulty has been so far? Ooh. I mean, none is easy, honestly. Like, I feel like just uh. Like has anything like stood um, out to you as like a problem that you that you didn't expect to to come through or or, or come to? I don't know. Probably it would probably have to be like connecting with people as quick as I would like to. Mm-hmm. Like due to like you know circumstances, to somewhere over here, and I'm like all the way across California. Right. So like, I can't really link or work with them, work or work with the people I want to. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely a boundary as far as that goes. But I feel like we, ooh, we'll get, I can get over that right. uh, pretty soon. Have, uh, speaking from, like, from, from the perspective of another college student, I know that sometimes being in school can kind of hamper my creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's kind of done the same for you? Like, do you think being in school well, has, has made a hard thing let's, to... Let's go back to the mom point real okay. quick. Um, <laughs> I feel like we talk about uh, our moms a lot, um, about inspiration. I wanted to ask you, Joey, how do you feel like um, your relationship with your mom has gotten you to where you are? Um... I think my relationship with her has allowed me to to really um, do everything that I put my mind to, and, and she's given me the confidence to to um, always put myself out there, and not be scared about any idea that I have. I think my mom always um, has encouraged me. She's always encouraged my intellect. Every everything that I everything that I do, my mom has always stood behind me because my mom trusts me my mom knows that when i put my mind to something that, that i'm gonna get it done and I, I really appreciate her for that and um she has always been it's been a, a positive force in my life uh from, from the moment when i was eight and i've given a story on the podcast i don't know if i 
I don't know if the episode released, but just when I when I asked for my first like president's book, uh, <laughs> she gave it to me. Every every book that I asked for when I was a kid, she gave it to me, and she bought it for me. And um, she she did that part. Now I have to do. Now I have to put in the work. Yeah. And I feel like now that I think about it, that's what it's always been. She's given me the tools. Now it's time for me to build. And um, to answer your question, I feel like she's always been to sum it up, just a positive force in my life who always encourages me. If I if I called her right now and asked her, and asked about like a book that I wanted to write one day, she would she would encourage me. I know that's not the case for everybody. Some some parents will be like, "All right, how much money is that gonna make you?" You know, my mom has always, uh, mom has always prioritized my. She she's always wanted me to be happy, and I, and I feel like when, when you're happy in what you're doing, you can really become the best at it. Because if if you're not happy with what you're doing in life, why why are you gonna want the best? It's just no drive. It's no drive. It's if it's not something that's that's inspiring you from your soul. Facts. It's not something that's inspiring you from your purpose. Real. And if you're if you're happy in what you're doing, you can be the best at it. And if you're the best at it, that's how you're gonna make bread. You know. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I, I view facts. That's how I view it. So yeah, that's that's how my mom has has inspired me. I know she's not gonna listen to this, I don't think. <laughs> I don't really think she listens to my podcast, but I tell her about it. <laughs> I, I don't tell her to listen, but I'll be like, Yeah, I got a podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, it's really cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just telling her to listen to you. Yeah, I wouldn't really want her to. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if this type of concept for her, but um, <laughs> but yeah, love you, mom. Love yeah. you, Dukes. Yeah, love you, mom. Yeah. Uh, but like now, like what I was asking you, though, Rich. Do you think school has kind of hampered your 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 creativity a little bit? Or? Uh, I would definitely say it has a little bit. You know, because. I become a little sleep deprived just because I have classes and work and whatnot, you know. And I'm about to graduate too, so yeah, I've been having a lot of work I had to get down. Oh God! So I say get down, get done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it. It's it's only because like I've, I've had a, like a sleep for real. So I feel like if I just get more sleep, I'll be good. Right. Like, I'll be I'll be eating right. So. What's your major, Rich? I'm a business major. Oh, yeah. I know you be grinding with that. Yeah. Shit, man. Been an entrepreneur, like, damn near all my life. Or I wouldn't even say all my life, but, like, since, since like, the end of middle school, for real, because I got into sneakers. And uh, I started reselling a little bit, selling to my friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, when I got to high school, I started, like, reselling clothes and reselling shoes, too. Or reselling shoes also. So, yeah. Bro, that's fire, bro. I really, I really know I'd be, I wouldn't even say for me in college, it's not like, it's not the sleep deprivation that makes it hard for me to focus. I just feel like it's the overall social aspect mm. of just being in school. I feel like at Howard, there's always something going on, bro. Yeah, see, I couldn't go to Howard, bro, because I'll be always in some, bro. Yeah. Like, I'll always be in this, I'm not getting work done for it. So I feel like the school I go to now, I feel like it really balances it out. Right. For me, and I can just be cool and be content with just being by myself for real. Right. I feel like that's where it's taught me to be content for real. So, yeah, I feel like it's been beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell the audience where you go to school. Uh, for you, was Azusa Pacific University, a little small Christian school in Azusa. Yeah, 
We were talking about the uh, whole religious aspect earlier, but we ain't yeah. gonna get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go a whole different path. And how did you find AP? Uh, through one of my friends, I believe. Uh, and I was like, okay, it's in, it's in SoCal. You know, we cool living down there for a minute. Why not? And I really didn't trip off like where I went to school exactly. I just was tripping off of where I wanted to stay specifically, like what state, where, and what state. So yeah, I'm a Cali boy, so I want to stay in Cali. <laughs> it was crazy. I don't. I only applied to schools in California. Well, and my school in Oregon. But the, Howard was the only school that I applied to in the East Coast. You know, and I'm I'm very glad that I went to school in the East Coast. That cold don't, don't get to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm kind of used to it a little bit, and it's it's kind of cool to kind of kind of conquer something different. Mm. Like I, I'm, I like wearing my puffers. I'm not gonna lie. When I'm out there, I like wearing my puffer jackets. It's cool, <laughs> and it just offers something, um, something different than I'm used to. I've never had really had to change my clothes for the weather like that in the Bay, and that's something in when DC and the East Coast really gotta, man. During the summer, it'd be hot as hell, humid as hell, and in the winter, it'd be cold as hell. Mm-hmm. The only time the weather's actually pretty smooth is, like, in the fall, in the spring. Yeah, Somebody should have been out there for homecoming. I'm not going to say no names, but, but he's, sitting, <laughs> he's sitting in this room. Yeah, I ain't go. This is the first one since homecoming I've been on. The first one, what do you mean? Chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's he looking at? What's he looking at? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. This is the first one since homecoming I've been on. Unfortunately, I couldn't attend this year. Um, I'm not going to say why. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the Knicks is beating the Warriors' ass right now, bro. Uh, What's the score? 100 to 81. Oh my God. That's, that's a man. Oh, sh- I didn't put my picks in. Huh? I didn't put my picks in. Your picks? Yes. Your NBA picks? Yes. You be betting on games? Maybe. Since when? Don't worry about it. What? Don't worry about it. I got good picks, too. Man, I mean, if you're doing then you better bet on the Niners doing the bowl. That's all I'm saying. Nigga, I'm betting on the Cowboys, dummy. And, and you're going to lose money. No, I'm not, nigga. you going to lose money, boy. No, I'm not, and nigga. You're going to lose some money. <laughs> you're going to lose shit, nigga. <laughs> Cowboys, the motherfucker. Win that motherfucker. Got, you got Micah Parsons, nigga. What's that name? He's not better than Nick Bosa. Yes, he is, bro. Yes, he is. He's taking niggas down. What are you talking about? Huh? He's taking niggas down. Bro, Nick Bosa got hurt, so his stats are already off. Bro, he has right. <laughs> he has 15 and a half snack, sacks this year. I think Micah has like 18. No, he doesn't. Micah has like 13 or something like that. Stop it. Micah has more than... Oh, wait. Micah did get hurt. Yeah, he did. He, did. he, got, he got hurt a couple times, actually. He did. He did. But still, if he put his... If he, if he put his... uh, You know what I'm saying? He, we put the... uh, We put his... uh, His like... His stats next to his. Who did y'all lose to last week? Let's see if you were watching the game. <laughs> um, who did we lose to? It was, uh, it wasn't. 
wasn't no, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Giants. It was Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember um it was a uh, nigga with the long hair. It went to Clemson. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he yeah. uh he was the quarterback yeah. for that game. Yeah. He threw for, he threw for some yards. I think it was like one ten. I mean three ten. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he, he bust y'all up. Yeah, he, 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 he went up. crazy on us. Yeah, he did. But yeah, yeah. This, he thought he thought I wasn't paying attention to the game. <laughs> Bro, you <laughs> couldn't name who they played. Yeah, but name. I forgot. I you, forgot. You, you <laughs> couldn't name but the team. I, but I remember the name. I hope you <laughs> know. You, know you, you would have never really. <laughs> you know, that's what I, he would have so been saying. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> no, I, I knew. I knew. I knew who. I knew who he played. I remember who we played, bro. And now, let's, um, let's talk about what we were talking about before this. Oh, God. Damn. Okay. No, this shit was crazy. College we're life. About, no, we're, oh, I thought we were talking about. No, nah, I'm talking about before the episode. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Shit was crazy. I mean, we was kind of just talking about, um, we were talking about religion. Yeah. And now, I know from, from my perspective. I feel like a lot of people um, like to claim their religion, like they respect religion and how much they go to church, but I feel like, like they don't practice. Right. And in real life, or just, I wouldn't say real life, but in the outside world, outside of church, what what they proclaim to be part of. Practice what they preach, literally. Right. Practice <laughs> what they preach. Like, I mean, how do y'all feel about that? Like, I feel like sometimes, honestly, for me, I live like a charade, or like, 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 like I live like a charade over my face. Like, I act like I know what I'm doing, but I really don't. So sometimes it feels like I'm not getting shit done. But at the same time, I have to realize that there's like a lot of things that there is to me and I'm always actually really doing something like when it comes to the Black Lotus stuff like I'm able to like characterize that shit like by it by itself and then the music stuff as well um and then now my electrician shit um and trying to get on in the trade is really like pressing on me and then my longshoreman shit as well you want to become a longshoreman yeah i'm already got my foot in the door i'm a uh, watchman right now you got a you got any family members in here yeah my pops that's what's up but if you yeah. want to pop longshoreman too you bro you should get on bro <laughs> I'm, I'm already on the list you, though. are you for real yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm about to see my nigga reach down there bro maybe it's maybe maybe i don't know yeah, that's gonna be crazy i don't know Nah, you finna get in. Most you finna, likely. Yeah, you finna get in. But I'm finna be in LA though. You finna get on down there? Yeah. On my own crew. I'm trying to get on down there. For real? I'm trying to get on down there and um, eventually I'm trying to get on mm-hmm. down there and in uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a port out there. Two properties? Or, uh, I think Delaware. You trying to get two properties? Yeah. That's what's up. I'm trying to get a couple properties, actually. We got we got plans, right? <laughs> Why Washington? 
Uh, it's like redwoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like redwoods. I want to do that like 40s. You ever been to Atlantis Redwoods? Yeah. 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 We we have. We've been alliance. Alliance? Alliance. Up up in the, uh you you talking about the one in uh um up past Chabot, right? I think that's where it's at. Yeah. Wait, what? Talking about Roberts. Bro, I am lost. <laughs> bro, I'm a, I am lost as hell, bro. Roberts Park. Roberts Park? Yeah. What is Roberts Park? Up up past Skyline. Remember when we went on a hike with T. Wood? And we took those pictures? This nigga don't remember. I can put the pictures. We went to a lot of parks. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. What is that relating to conversation, though? Y'all just talking... He asked me if if, we, if, we, if I went to Alliance Redwoods, and I said, "Yeah." I, bro, I, I thought said, y'all was talking yeah. about real estate, bro. Like I was, because <laughs> I, I was so confused. Hey, y'all, y'all went from like longshoremen to like real estate. I was, <laughs> I was so confused. Well, he just asked me a question. I said, "No, yeah, no, no, no." I was just confused. I was trying to like, I was trying to see. Oh. I mean, you ain't gotta show me the picture. It's all good. What was I talking about? Before? No, we just talking about um, oh, real estate. He said, said if I was gonna buy, if I, yeah, I said I was gonna buy a property out there. Or he said yeah. he was asking if I was gonna buy a property out there. Yeah. That way, like, that way I can like fly back and forth. That's eventually what I really want to do. But like, it would be cool if I could do it like Watchmen wise. It would be crazy. Like, if I was able to fly back and forth, like mm. different to like, different parts, and just drive a fucking uh, the van every day for like 40 bucks a day I mean not 40 days 40 bucks a day 40 bucks an hour (laughs) 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 40 bucks a day is crazy bro but (laughs) I'll be on some pole man shit that's that's involuntary servitude right there but nah it'd be like 44 I'm gonna bleep that shit out Spirituality, yeah. What What about that? How did you? Because I mean, I know has it always it hasn't always been easy for you to um, to to come together with all that. How do you think your your strong sense of spirituality has allowed you to to bring everything together? I think that it holds like a really crucial, if not vital, glue to. who I am like everything that I do 
is a different part of me. So there's Black Lotus, you know, this 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 Black Lotus podcast. It's it's Providence, you know what I'm saying? The 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 goals that we're trying to achieve through this. Um, what I'm trying to achieve with music, you know what I'm saying? The goals I want to achieve with that, like, I want to be able to, like, bring a holistic, like, everything that I'm trying to do is, like, not necessarily, like, like my will, but sort of my expression. The energy is sort of my energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's me making a beat, you get the same feel from that beat as you sitting and watching a podcast, at least a four-hour podcast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the same dude. It's the same energy. And what type of feel do. do you think that is? I don't know. Just the feeling of Michael Blue? Like, yeah. like, it's like, the, like the, their overall yeah. essence? Yeah, like the... It's just like if I was in the room with you, if you were here one of my beats, I don't even have to say nothing. You still know it's me. Just be in the room with you. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man, well, Michael's hella funny. Um, you sent a beat to Chandler at Howard. Yeah. And we was about to record a podcast. I know. And um, I was trying that perfect. When, when he when he heard that, bro, he was going crazy, bro. He was like, bro, Michael Blue done did it again, Joe. Michael Blue done did it again. Hey, bro, he was so lit, bro. Nah, bro, I be doing it now, bro. Listen, I didn't, I didn't know, know what you, I was doing for a while. Bro. I didn't know you be sending him beats. I that was my that was my second one I sent him. For real? Nah, Chandler and him with that soul, bro. He is, he is, bro. And not um, rich. How do you feel like spirituality kind of plays a role in your life? Hmm. I feel like it just taught me to show more gratitude mm. and just be more humble as a human being. Because we all here, we all live the same life. Like, you feel me? We were all born and we all died. You feel me? So I feel like just treating others. Like, it, I know as cliche as it sounds, but, like, treating others, like, how you want to be treated, like, just walk around every day, level-headed, you feel me? Like, not thinking, like, I'm the best of the best. Like, you know what you're capable of, like, right. but just be humble about it, you feel me? That's real. So, because, like, we always run around thinking that life is, like, the given, you know? We don't really take consideration how others' lives are affected. I, I like I've been really thinking lately about like Sonder and like what it really means. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard like you know you know there's a group you know Ben Rafael's this group, but that word actually like I th- for as long as I thought that was just like he just like it was was that a random ass? Uh, I didn't think it was a word for real. I didn't think about what the meaning was. And then I looked it up. Sonder. Like, it's a, it's pretty deep. Like, thinking about like how your life affects um, 
my life or how my life affects your life and how we all have like our own individualistic lives and this is like the shit that we all got to go through and at this moment right here we all go through um similar issues and we'll, we, we we respect that though mm-hmm. about each other you know what I'm saying that's called having Sonder and I that's it was, it was crazy it was crazy just like having that realization right I mean you gotta understand what everybody's going through just because I mean we don't really know what what everybody everybody is doing when, when, when we don't see them yeah so yeah, I think it's very important to be mindful of how you of how you treat people. exactly like you said rich um i have come to gain a lot of appreciation for the golden rule as well you know treating others how you want to be treated mm. you know in my life because i really see that i see people who have a lot of negative energy you know a lot of negative stuff tends to happen to them mm. because if, if you're going around if you're going about in the world and you're you know and you're carrying like a lot of negative energy with you and you're saying a lot of negative things People, people kind of, people aren't gonna treat you negatively, but it, it kind of gives people like a, um, like a, like a, a blueprint on how to on how to treat you. Mm-hmm. You know, even people who don't really know you like that. And, I, and I've noticed that when I've approached people, you know, coming from like a positive point of view and just with positivity, I get more, I get positive things in return. And I, and I also noticed that when I, when I treat people. And I try to talk to them as if, you know, when I'm really trying to get to know them, it creates a more genuine connection Facts. and a more genuine friendship, you know? And, like, and I mean, when I talk to people, I like, I like to ask a lot of questions. I like to really pick somebody's brain. Mm-hmm. And, and it's out of, like, a genuine curiosity because I want to know more about this person. You know, I, sometimes I feel like a lot of time in society, we, we, we've kind of lost a lot of that, um, that uh, genuineness. Mm-hmm. Facts. Know? I think... Um, uh, I, I kind of feel like social media has kind of made things a lot more superficial. Well, Absolutely. We, we kind of see people as a, as just, I mean, especially when on Instagram, we see people just as profiles. Yeah. And not as actual human beings. I always think to say that, like, we've lost, we've lost genuine, 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 genuinity yeah. and uh, shame. We've lost, lost, we've lost a lot of shame. How so? Like, nobody shames anybody in society anymore. So everybody thinks that everything's okay. Right. But I mean, like, at the same time, like, I understand why they do that. Because everything is okay. But at the same time, people act not accordingly to, like, who they say they are. Right. Mm-hmm. So, see, that's that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. When you, when you start, um, when there's no shame in a society, and you can say everything is okay, because who's to say what is right and what's wrong? But if you're allowing things that kind of go against your principles and what you really believe, then it kind of becomes an issue. Because where, where's our moral standing as a society? Where, like, where? Where can we? How can we progress if everything? Excuse me. If, every, if everything is okay, I feel like there's something that's kind of lost. We be letting shit go too much, too easy. We be letting people say whatever, um, and a lot of times, like I don't know, we'll 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 get on people for saying certain things 
but we'll let a lot of other things like pass pass by. Um, like, I I mean, when it comes to like Kanye West and all that, I I'm not like I I feel like people are so quick to um, say things against him, and, and he yeah. said like a lot of bad things. But there are like a lot of a lot of other things in our society yeah. that we, that but we, we can worry about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like like why why worry about Kanye West? When we don't recognize our own value as like a society, as as individuals, I think. You know what I'm saying, there's way more things we can we can worry about. I feel like we be focusing on a lot of bullshit, bro. All bullshit. On a lot, a lot. People spend so much time. People spend so much time trying to figure out like who a snitch and who not a snitch. Yeah. When, like yeah, that's it. Listen, value. Wasting time, bro. Like, like you, sp- you sit here spend all this time worrying about who telling on who, when you can't even tell yourself to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can't. Say, even... You say, "Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go." Niggas letting you go. Right. Like, you can't even tell yourself to, to like, like work on your homework or, or, or work on your or, or, or like work on your body, like eat healthier. Shit, you can't even tell the nigga to go, go to fucking work, nigga. Right. Like, get some money. Go hustle. Go get some bread, bro. You either hustle nigga or you not. Exactly, bro. Like, big picture, bro. Like, people don't even... People in our society, bro, we don't even think about where we're finna be in life in the next, like, five years. You know? Like, not even the next ten year, two years. We don't have we don't have no plans, you know. We're not even doing anything now, but we also don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. We just like we say we have. We're, we're trying to figure out one, but we never, we, never, we, we don't. Leave. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the journey of life. We yeah. all just trying to figure it out. That's we true. all figure it out that along the way. That is true. You all gotta remember that. We also yeah. got a plan, though. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, we got a plan. But there's only so much you could plan for. That is very true. That's facts, Rich. That is very true. Very true. You plan for everything. Because, I mean, something just hits you by surprise. It's like, it's just bumps in the road that shit you have no idea are, are going to come. Mm-hmm. And it's about how, how do you react and respond. Exactly. You're going to eat yourself alive just thinking about that shit all day. Like, how we react to this, how we react to that. It's like you got to have a foundation of, of beliefs, backgrounds, and, and just, I don't know. Like having that foundation, though. You get yeah, yeah, yeah. Making that foundation, and like, really like, accounting for like the things that are finna happen. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of that discipline too, foundation. Mm-hmm. I think that could be another word for it, like yeah. discipline. Yeah. Like knowing when when something goes awry, are you gonna stick to your principles, or are you gonna allow your principles to like be like eroded? And if you don't have a strong foundation, you know, you, you can get molded every which way. Mm-hmm. And you get taken off your course in your path. Yeah. You know, that's why it's important to uh, have, like, just, like, know who you are. That's what, that's what I'm kind of saying. It's like, people focus on all these other things when they don't even know who they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you got niggas out here worried about whether, like, whether Tory shot Meg or if Gun is a snitch. <laughs> What you think of uh, Krishan and Blueface relationship? <laughs> right, bro. That toxic ass relationship. Man. Bro. I don't even know why they be getting press coverage, bro. Like, for real. 
Like that relationship is actually like so so degenerative, bro. Crazy. Bro, it's so degrading. Not only to them, like hey, bro. Like yeah. why? That's like, our community though. So but like, community. Let, like but like let's even think about like how that came up like where it is now. Like how how did it get this famous? Like our people give it light. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a culture behind this shit. Bro, I ain't and never... this culture has grown into, like, a weed, bro. Like, a really bad weed. Well, but it's, like, beautiful at the same time, like a dandelion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So nobody really wants... But nobody, so nobody really wants to, like, address a lot of the shit that comes with the shit, you know? But it still has those prickly shits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... Everybody wants to look or see black, but doesn't want to actually be it. Everybody wants to look or see black, but nobody want to be black. You know. You know what I'm saying? So we are the black dandelions. Like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't no, nobody so interested in law like, until all this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody trying to, like, be a lawyer or, like, or want to know all this until these cases come up. Yeah. Like, for real, bro. Yeah, like I'm, I'm seeing the Instagram comments. People like, oh nah, nah, nah. Gonna took a plea deal. Like nah, he he didn't snitch off the <laughs> like. I'm seeing all these all these little lawyers in the comments and shit. I'm like, damn, like. Uh, I was gonna go to law school. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like, too many young niggas talking about that shit, bro. Like, and it's just kind of like a, um, it's just a distraction that kind of keeps us from actually solving our problems. Not only as a community, but just individualistically. You know, because mm. we don't want to. We don't want to ask ourselves the the tough questions. We rather just scroll on social media all day. You know, it doesn't challenge your mind. It doesn't challenge your mind, at all. At all. And it just feeds you what you like. Like what's for you. Like, that, like what you want to see. That's what that algorithm is, man. Yeah, and every algorithm, whether it's YouTube, TikTok. IG, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, like it's giving, showing you what you want to see, and it's not hard. That it's so easy to just consume, mm-hmm. and you people can't even sit down and read a book. Doesn't even want to make you want to move, bro. It's, it's like freezes you down. Like, bro, I forgot who said it, but like somebody said, when, when a nigga sit down and watch like a Netflix show, and their series is over. And it's like, ooh, here's the next series. And then it's like, ooh, I ain't seen this shit in a minute. Boom, hmm. click it. And it's like, okay, now I'm watching this. Now, you, nigga, you didn't waste it the whole day just watching movies, bro. Like, like, bro, you don't want to go outside. And, and I, I figured out the, the crazy thing about this is, like, I've also figured out a way to, like, when I'm in here, I'll be having this shit on. <laughs> like, but well, I'm also working on working music though. and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But niggas don't be like they don't be working at the same time. They let this shit just consume them. Nah, you know man. what I'm saying? But I'm all but like in order for how my mind works, I always have to be doing something else or something else has to be like you know I have to you like something else has to. Noise? Yeah, but yeah. actually, sort of like something like to like also consume my attention because I can't pay attention to just one thing. Mm. Like even right now, I have chopsticks in my head. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to, like, I have to be, like, fidgeting with something or something also has to have my attention, yeah. you know, for me to just have my attention on 
a, a primary thing. Yeah. It has to be a secondary thing too. I feel that. That's a different type, different type of. Uh, that's a, that's different though, because even though you have chopsticks in your hand, you're still recording the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's people. <laughs> like, like, bro, could you imagine? Like, what are, what are your thoughts like if you're just watching TV all day, like all yeah. day? Like, what are you thinking about? Yeah, it's crazy. Where are, is there time for introspection in your life? No. Sometimes one of the biggest things I realize is just like. Uh, it's kind of hard to do now because we have so many vices to help us, but just actually listening to your thoughts. Yeah. Like hopping in the car and just like not playing any music. Just like, just just being entertained by your thoughts. Yeah, I do that. You know, and when, when you say it, it's not like, you, you might not think it's that revolutionary, but then you got to sit here and think like, how often do I really do that? Yes. Yeah, and it's not easy to do that's because facts. because like you, you want to hear something when you're driving. That's right. Right? You want to listen to some music, <laughs> and that's um, Rich. We was talking like before the episode, like when it came to me working out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Being able to um, work out showed me how 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 fast my mind can think and how many solutions I can come up to, or I can come up with when my mind is like is is engaged and is working, and and, and the blood is flowing through my brain, it's flowing through my brain. Mm-hmm. Because working out really, I've uh, I've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but just I've come to so many realizations when I'm working out, so many just things in my life to help me that I wasn't thinking about before, and it just like it's like a piece of the, it's like a missing piece of the puzzle that I, that, I, that I that I couldn't find before, but when I when I start working out, my brain is active, I start um I just start thinking clear, and I think that's a. Another reason why I continue to work out still, even 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 though I've accomplished a lot of my physical goals, is because of how much it clears my mind, hmm. how much it makes me think. When I'm uh, when I'm going through something, working out really helps me feel like like I'm in the right track again, like like I'm on the right track again. You know, and I feel like everybody needs to have their own type of activity yeah. that that can get them feeling like themselves again. You know, and shout out Fayless Brand. I feel like everybody mm. should find that medium where they can Shout out introspection. Where they can fully like or f- fully find a oh. platform where they can fully express themselves like to their maximum capacity. Like the best they communicate with others and you know resonate with others about their own ideas. We all need that, bro. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes a lot of people have their ideas like stifled and people tell them not to do this and that and that. But everybody I come across in my life, well, I, I try to really, um, I really try to unlock everybody's creativity. Yeah. Like, for me, I mean, I have a podcast. That's how, that's the way in which I express myself. So not everybody can have a podcast. Some people might like writing. Yeah. I'll tell somebody, I mean, you should like start like a blog or something. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, if, if you have a lot to say about a particular thing, yeah, just, just get your thoughts out mm-hmm. somewhere. Because that is important, bro. We all have our own special um, thing that that makes us feel like us, yeah. and I think a lot of times we don't even know what it is yeah. because because we don't give enough time to ourselves. Yeah. We give our time to everything else, like he's talking about scrolling on social media, scrolling. like giving giving time to shit that doesn't even matter for real, right? Giving our time to so many things that that don't matter. I mean, in in this generation, like we gonna be on social media a lot, yeah. and that's something that's that we're not gonna be able to escape. But it's just about 
Mm-hmm. Just being being mindful about how much you're on it. Mm-hmm. Just just being aware. Just being aware. Sometimes people aren't even aware of they it. They get trapped in that, and then they start falling in line with that thinking process, the algorithm process. Right. It's like you won't even peep, but if you go on your phone right now, look at your screen time. A lot of people will be on that shit for like ten hours a day. Like think of how much time. Like ten hours is a lot of time, bro. Man, it's not like inevitable that we're gonna or it's not like completely inevitable that we're gonna like stay off our phone. Like even we get to the maximum hierarchy of life, right? I mean, when it comes to the corporate portion, like it's like okay, we have these smartphones in front of us. This is a necessity at this point. It is. So it's kind of impossible to not look at it. It's impossible. So are you gonna choose to limit yourself or become consumed in that shit? And I think people fucking become consumed so easily because of that algorithm, you feel me? But I feel like once people escape that matrix, man, it's like you got so much to you got so much to do in your lifetime, man. You got so much to do. You got so much, bro, and, and that's not something that that's annoying. Is how yeah. how much of a necessity that it is now, because uh, it no, no matter how much how much I want to delete them off my phone, or whatever, or whatever any app, I'm gonna need it at some point. So I'm gonna need to get on it again, mm-hmm. just whether it's like the podcast or something that I need to communicate with somebody about something. I need to hop on it, and just being on my phone, I need it. I need it a lot to to um, to a certain degree, but like but like you said, it's about making that that choice choice to gonna limit myself or am I gonna get consumed I think a lot of people um I wouldn't even say make the decision but but just don't don't try to limit themselves mm. and then don't and they don't see how much it's hurting their lives I really feel like it took me it took me to to start doing other things in the time that I allotted for social media to see how much it was hurting my life before I started um before I started making changes in my life you know I don't think a, a, lot of, a lot of people just really don't know. And I, I think it's not it's not for everybody to know because a lot of people don't really talk about it. Because when we're on social media, like, not everybody's going to be saying, oh, this stuff is horrible for you because they're, they're, they're trying to drag you in to whatever product they're pushing. But I'm not going to lie. One thing I found social funny... Media. Yes, man. One thing I found funny was uh, it's kind of like this, this quote going around. It's like, I'm not going to read all that. And it's like <laughs> social media has has really like created or embedded that mindset in a lot of niggas. It's just the more you look at it, the more you feel like I don't wanna read long shit. I just want a short piece of information told to me and I just receive so much at one time. And I got I all got cool because one dude said that's one girl. Like just think about that. You said what? I said I all got cool because he's cause one dude said that to a girl. What do <laughs> you mean it got cool? Like the meme was oh, from oh, him oh. texting a girl. He's like, he's like, he's texting, like, he's texting his girl. He's just like, oh, I'm not gonna read all that shit. <laughs> you feel me though? So I feel like, you know what I'm saying? People really limit themselves to a lot of information. That's why that mindset, and then the other part of their brain becomes filled with bullshit. Right. That's when your brain turns to mush. <laughs> Turn into straight mush. I mean, that's why a lot of people can't even um like I said like I alluded to a little earlier in this episode, people can't even like read a book for for longer than ten minutes, or shit longer than five minutes, bro. Some people can't even read a few pages, and they'll be like, oh, nah, I, I, it's just too boring. It's not enough dopamine. You gotta finish books, bro. I always finish my books, bro. 
I don't, I don't, I don't, like, at least, like, if I don't, if I make it more than halfway, first of all, I, I don't think, I think I've started it and haven't finished it in the last, like, two years. Um, I think I've read almost every book on that shelf over there. And it, can, it can be hard to finish sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you want to read something else. Yeah. That's something that kind of happened with me a little bit. I'll start something. I, uh... My bad. Huh? That's <laughs> my bad. What you mean? I, I ain't even... I ain't even... I ain't say it like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't take offense to what you were saying. I, I never know what you mean, but but every every book that I start, I do intend to finish it. Yeah. Like, I... I, I it's not like... I'm, it's not like I just stopped started reading and I just forgot about it. I didn't take offense to it because every book that I have started, like, I, I will finish. Well, it's just, um, I do know what you mean, though. Like, the people can't even, like, start. I mean, people yeah. can't even, like, get through a few pages, like I just said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know? What I do is I, I start the book. If I don't, if I make it, I always make it more than halfway. But if I don't feel like finishing the book, I'll then read the last chapter and see, tell me everything that happened. Mm. Mm. Reading the last chapter? First half in the last chapter. I don't know about that. You never heard that? I have, but Bro, that's it'll give you all the information, but it tells you like the introduction, of course you got the introduction and then you have like the That's Miss I now like, you're talking about Miss Phillips what she told yeah. us. But I feel like But she me, taught us a little easier. She told us only read the first first chapter, middle chapter, and the last chapter. I think um learning that way is cool but like I said earlier it's like the same the same thing with Instagram if, if you're just getting information off of social media off of, off of one quick thing you can't explain it and I feel like if, if you read in that way if you um, read um, like the first chapter and the last chapter you won't be able to really explain what happened in that book yeah. the the ideas won't be able to really start to start to converge with your own ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something that, that she'll be able to maybe talk about for a day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in the long term, you won't really remember what you read. Yeah. I see I, what you mean. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I mean, like, this is for, I, I mean that for, like, long books. Like, if I were to reread Black, Black Rednecks and White, and, and white Liberals, I would probably do that. Why? Or like read the first part of the chapter and then read the last part of the chapter because it goes of each chapter. By, yeah, it goes by sim- and then go by sim- summary right. for that specific book. book though. I um, you know I I see what you're saying, but I, I do take a lot of value into like specific information. I like seeing the author explain why, because it's it's more than for for me it's more than just the what in a book. It's about why and and the evidence that comes along with this why. Because the evidence is important. It's how, you, it's how, you, it's how you, cha- you change my mind to believing what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of the ideas talked about in Black, Red, Next, and White Liberals were, were things that I didn't really know before. Yeah, so facts. I kind of, I had to be convinced. Yes. You know, I feel like reading the, the first part of the book and then the conclusion, it can help you understand what he's saying, but is it going to make you believe what he's saying? You know. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, bro. I'm just I'm just really into reading, and I want I want a lot of people to read, cause that stuff really changed my life, bro. Like for real, it changed my life. 
You know what's funny? They make fun of people who read. Like, what is, like what's up with that, man? I mean, well, we're addicted to dopamine, bro. That uh, that 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 algorithmic dopamine rush that we get from scrolling. Nerd. Yeah, bro. That's funny. Y'all know the meme. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Only at uh, what's what, what school? Oh, oh, this nigga reading a book. Only at middle grove. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Only at middle grove. Wait, uh, I'm not looking up right now, bro. I just look at Millie Grove on my phone, bro. <laughs> you nigga, have... did, did I just did I just catch you reading a book? <laughs> 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 nigga, did I just catch you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> No, I just said look- you wanted to be shit, nigga. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You heard it right here, bro. Yeah, bro, This nigga, ah, <laughs> reading a book. Only at Miller Grove. <laughs> <laughs> bro, why it's always Miller Grove, though? <laughs> <laughs> like bro, that stuff is so like all the memes at Miller Grove. Miller Grove, man. And and not that that meme is funny, but it shows like a real issue with our culture. Yeah. I think it shows a real big issue. And the crazy thing about it is we we see things like that and we don't take it serious. But that's like slight you know slight exposure of our trauma and like the things that we need to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I was reading a uh, book. Parts need to change within the culture. Wait, say it again, Mike. I said parts we need to change within the culture. How do you change it? Subtly. How, how do you make reading appear cool to people? By showing how knowledge can be manifested. And how can I do that? By utilizing the knowledge you have. Mm-hmm. To, to show, like either by the words that you say, or by the actions that um, that you act. And why are they gonna think you're cool? Because I'm doing what I'm saying. Mm. I'm living what I'm, mm, I'm, living what I'm saying. Why was I thinking that? <laughs> I was like, I was really, I was really about to say it though. I was you know like, bro, please say it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, he doing what he's saying, bro. That's the only way you gonna make somebody respect you, bro. Exactly. That's facts. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of looked at it from like a more like nihilistic perspective. I, I was like, I, I really feel like. You and gotta, that's the thing. That's what's wrong with society. A lot of people aren't really doing what they're saying. Right. They're not. And I, I, like, I'm not gonna lie. What I was about to say is, I really feel like you gotta get all the rappers. And have them read, yeah, and put it on video, and, then that, <laughs> and that's how people gonna think uh, it's cool. I really feel like that's what you gotta do, bro. Yeah, you see that video of Mayweather when he got asked what magnitude was? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Like magnitude, uh, bro. I remember, I remember that nigga Mayweather had a few. With, uh, he had a beef with that nigga. Uh, Fifty. Yeah, and then he said, he said, hey, bro, we'll bring you on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. All you got to do is fucking read okay, uh, no. Dr. Harry Potter, bro. Bro. No, no, that video was actually hella funny, bro. <laughs> Fendi was like, <laughs> shut up, bro. Yeah, I'm about to point it up right now, bro. That funny as fuck. That nigga made with it, bro. Fuck Fendi. What the fuck fuck me for? <laughs> 
special A-S-L-E-L-S challenge for you, Floyd. If you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga, I'll give 750000 to whatever charitable organization you want to. Fuck the buck guys, <laughs> Bro, <laughs> if you can read one full page of Harry Potter book, nigga, <laughs> it was so funny. He used nigga as like a comma in that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like like you gotta get rappers and athletes just to like all sit in a circle and start reading books. Yeah, in order for, in order for all the kids to be like, oh, maybe I should do that. Yeah, for real. I don't know. Maybe maybe that should be like a, an, an initiative for us. We, we could bring rappers on the podcast and have them like talk about their favorite book. <laughs> or even or even crazier. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that right there is crazy. Um, you know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Monroe Flo, when um on my birthday this year, me and Kill and Jovan yeah. went went up to Larry and Jay Worthy's. Well, Jay really didn't go, but Larry's concert up in Philly, yeah. and Monroe was performing. And Akil yeah. asked Monroe, "What was his favorite book?" Oh, Kim was telling me about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Monroe's like, he's, he's never been asked that before. Yeah. And I forgot which book he said. It's a pretty popular book. So it's, a, it's a self-help book. Um, I think it's How to, How to Influence Friends. And I don't remember. But yeah, like, mm. people aren't, the rappers aren't used to getting asked that. And I feel like, you know, we look at a lot. Of, we look at a lot of rappers as kind of dumb or whatever. Or that's some. That's the, I feel like that's the, that's a public persona that they kind of give off because they're not really doing known for for their raps. But a lot of them do read. You know, there's a lot of there. There's a really big intellectual side of making it to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. Like that right. stuff isn't by accident. A lot of time we tend to look at rappers as like as like um not as not as smart or whatever because because they're not like teaching or or they're not a professor mm-hmm. or or they're not in corporate America or something like that. But mm-hmm. but they're smart too. It, it takes a lot of perseverance and a lot of knowledge to make it to that level. Mm-hmm. And and have and have millions of people um be being able to, to sing and rap lyric for lyric what's what you believe your life story is, you know. I think it's a lot in all the way they carry themselves too. Like they come with the flashy chains, of course. But if you yeah. have it like that, why wouldn't you cop a chain? Why wouldn't you get the new sneaks and shit? It's like, well, I mean, the, like the newest whips. I mean, like to either increase your value or to like influence people to do more with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause like just because you got it, don't mean you gotta like own like use it like mm-hmm. immediately like. And like show off how you use it, you should be showing like how you making more money off that shit. Oh, for real. So like, like so like the average show. person like also does that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody get rich. Or everybody get rich, bro. Or everybody gets to that level of being able to, you know, make moves like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can be like everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause that's just my opinion, though. Or just being able to provide, being able to provide for yourself, and just sharing that knowledge, sharing sharing that game. You know, cause not everybody's gonna make millions as a rapper. You know, but you know, it's a lot of tools that that can be shared just through um, just through their life. You know, like Lil Baby talking about how he made it, and yeah, you ain't gotta make it the same way, but it's still giving you a blueprint. Talking about how he persevered through all the struggles that that he um that he went through. You know, it's the same type of thing, like. Talking mm-hmm. about how you can do the same thing in your own way, in your own life. 
thinking about how it applies to you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know? Yeah, bro. These rappers be giving the game. <laughs> uh, we was just talking about Larry, bro. We was just talking about that. Uncle Larry. <laughs> hey, since you was talking about it earlier, how you met him, um, Rich. How you think Larry's music has, uh, has influenced your life? Bro, I remember the first time I listened to one of his songs. I think it was some next time was. Uh, no way, bruh. <laughs> bruh, I swear to God. And then I just went down a whole loophole of songs where... That's my favorite lyrics. <laughs> I just went down a whole loophole of songs by him. Like, I was even listening to Trap Larry for a minute. Like, his old Trap Larry, bruh. You talking about, like, uh... You talking about when he was, he was in the trap? Like, when he, yeah. like, in the con- like he was taking the videos in the condo? Yeah. yeah. I don't like his trap music. I like some of it, like literally two songs. I like, or, I think I, I like organic tears. Mm, yeah, that that shit was so. hard, um, cause he's talking about his mom and shit and shit. But I, like the, I like the, I like the, I like the back. But no, the first time I listened to his shit though, bro, it just like compelled me just to do something with my my life, bro. I was like, bro, you could be you doing so much him. more, bro. I was like, I just saw the bigger picture, like right away. Like I've been saw the bigger picture, but it just became a lot clearer. I don't know, because the first, I don't know if it was a setting or what, bro, but, because <laughs> the first time I heard one of his songs, I was looking at a view, bro, but, I don't know, it just clicked. You looking at a view? Yeah, I was looking at a view, it just, it just clicked, bro. Like, it was my backyard. Mm. And, like, I could just see everything, and I was like, damn, nigga, you could be doing so much more, bro. So, I was just like, fuck it, I just went in, that's when I created the town denim. And then I started pushing that, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So you, bro, that's why I was pushing that orange thing for a minute, cause Larry inspired me low key. I ain't gonna lie, but um, oh, yeah, that... man, what can I say, <laughs> bro? I remember, I remember when I first, uh, when I first, first when I met you. I followed you on Instagram. You had the yeah. orange thing. I just remember it was only me, you, and him that I knew. That oranges <laughs> in that pile, besides Larry, and I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, this is crazy." Yeah, bro. Did I have an orange in my bio? I never. The had profile pic. You had to keep going in, in there, <laughs> checkered flag. <laughs> then underneath that, you had to, you said it, it was like stay healthy, and then had an uh, orange next to it. Nah, I, I, I never <laughs> had to stay healthy in my bio. I, never, <laughs> I remember you had some shit. I, like I, I never had to stay healthy in my bio. I, I definitely had like, like you keep had, going. Yeah, stay yeah. consistent. Yeah, like, cause stay, I, stay consistent. That's what it but was. But it didn't have orange next to it. It had an orange next to it. It did have an orange next to it. I remember. I remember. That's such a specific detail, bro. I have died. I can go, bro. I'm not about to look. Bro, why am I lying about that? I don't know. That's something you would cap about. You would have to show cap about that. Why? What do I have to lie for? I mean, Michael, I know you like to cap, so like. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the cat uh, orange. I do like the cap sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I do like the cap. I, really like, the I like the cap bro. to spice things up. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and LJ be doing that bullshit. <laughs> this is what's why your best buddy. Shout, shout out to my second P of the pie, bro. Yeah, you guys are stupid, bro. Two <laughs> P's. Both y'all. Yee! <laughs> <All right. laughs> Go to sleep, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> you say go to sleep. Go to sleep, bro. I mean, yeah, dog. But that dude, man, that boy really uh, changed my life. Yeah, man. I talk about this a lot, but the music really motivated that. Like, yeah. You know, if your shit really cold, what currency say? You y'all listen to currency? Yeah. Hell yeah. What do you yeah. say? If, the, if your shit really cold yeah. and they're real, gonna take note. Uh, bro, I really felt that line, bro. When Currency said that, I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's facts, though." That's how I really feel about this podcast, bro. Like, For real? I feel like I feel like once, <laughs> once the once the real really like start to Tune take in. note about like you know what I'm saying, like the real intellectual, like you know, niggas who really change shit in, mm. within their circles start to really take note about what we talking about on here. They are gonna have their circles listen to the shit, and then they gonna tell they, you know what I'm saying. That's kind of how it happens, bro. Like a lot of people who listen to our podcast are kind of, kind of think like us, and that's no accident, bro. No yeah, accident. real recognize real. It's not a lot that think like us, though. Hmm? It's not a lot that think like us, though. It's not a lot. I mean, there is, yeah. but as far as like, we we enough. I feel like you know what I'm saying. At least who like think who have at least have the capability yeah. to think like to us. make a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they get ears on this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're already making a difference. Yeah. Shit, by me being here, y'all made a difference. By me coming here, I made a yeah. difference. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. sometimes... Like, There's enough sages out there, man. Bro, bro, it's, sometimes <laughs> it's not even about... Um, people might not directly think like us right now, but I promise you a lot more do think like us. You just have to be in the right environment. Mm. I don't think a lot of people are in the right environment to, yeah. to, mm. to think deeper and think at a higher level. I think that our environment shapes a lot about who we are and the thoughts that we mm. have. Our personality necessarily doesn't change, but our environment definitely shapes the actions that we that we make, um, the thoughts that we think. It's everything. It's like it's it's, it's like a it's like a, a wheel on us, a, a very a, a balanced wheel. It's, mm. you, you can't really you don't really know what your environment is doing to you until you leave it. Mm. You know, and then you're in a new environment, and I think that me going back and forth from from the Bay to Howard really helps me see um, how the differences in my environment shapes my thoughts. Mm. You know, in positive and negative ways, and I then I think that the same principle applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. If if you put somebody in the right environment, they can change their life. They can think differently. You know, they just have to be around the right people. You know? That's and I think our podcast—if if you listen to our podcast—this is something that I can help like, cultivate. You know, this a bare knees is better. You're right, yeah. right. Just thinking differently, and it's not—it's not even to say that like we're like superior. It's no, not nothing like that. You yeah. know, it's just like thinking about. Honestly, it. bro, I think this is just the average black man's podcast, right? Mm. Just like, but like, given to you on some intellectual shit. Mm. And like on a deeper level, okay. or just from like a different perspective than outside of what you see in the mainstream. Yeah, exactly. A different black man's podcast, I guess. Definitely a different avenue. Because I feel like a lot of um, podcasts that I see talk about the same things. Yeah, um, yeah. They talk about bullshit, bro. Let's just be honest, bro. They talk about bullshit. I saw one podcast, bro. They're talking about how uh, another, like how Kai Sinat had just hit um, 100,000 or some shit. And they were like, 
And like, oh, like they did like a whole like hour spiel about that shit. And I was, yeah. I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I don't even give this light, but I, I was just, I was just so amazed about like how stupid they were, like what, what they were talking about. I was just like, what? Like they be like, I hit it, and then yeah, they just keep talking. They just kept talking about it. Yeah. What you gonna say? Um, no, I just think it's. I think um, it's kind of hypocritical. I just said that, but hypocritical in what way? Like that, I'm kind of shitting on what they said about what they shitting on him. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I'm the same way. Bro. The same as soon way, as they though. talk about that shit, I exit off the Twitch, bro. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I like, but I like, uh, I like, I like Kaido. I like, I like what he, what he's doing. Like he's showing, like he kind of showed. Honestly, he kind of showed me that I could do what I need to do if I just stay consistent. Mm-hmm. And how did he show you that? By staying consistent, and now I see where he is. I feel like it's he all about placing and timing too. Exactly, having the right people around you. Like the reason why Kai is where he's at now is because AMP. of Phantom. Yeah, because oh, Phantom brought AMP. him the opportunity to come to A and P though. Yeah, because oh. they were both YouTubers in New York. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's dope, bro. But that all comes out to timing though, like the right place, yeah. not the right place at the right time, bro. It just it turns out. In his case, he was making content in the same way, in the same manner as Phantom did, so. Yeah. Funny enough, wow, shout out to uh, Michael Lacoma. Uh, you remember Mike? Mm-hmm. I think sounds familiar. Michael Lacoma? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's X-Friend. Where is he? He goes to UCLA. Mm-hmm. I've never met him before, but I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was an uh, A&P for a minute. Mm. Oh, that, I mean, that, that's what's up. Um, I think it's, uh, like, we was talking about how podcasts are talking about, like, a lot of bull. I mean, I don't understand how you're, like, 35, and you're just talking about, like, dating all day. You know? Like, you're talking about women all day. Because I've seen a lot of, like, grown, like, grown people. And it's, it's one thing to have, like, a dating channel, but if your channel is, like, about, like, society or whatever... And, and the only topics that you want to talk about is girls and dating and it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I, I, would, I would kind of feel like at that age you would have a lot more to, like, elaborate on about life, mm. you know, because, like, there's a, there's so much more to life than women. And me, Michael, me and our podcast, uh, we can talk about that stuff a lot, but. Yeah, we do talk about it. <laughs> but, like, it's. You know, about women a lot? Yeah. Relationships? Yeah. I, I feel like we, we don't. Huh? What are your thoughts? <laughs> on the on the dating scene. <clears throat> well, I'm I'm I I got a girlfriend, so. Mm. That don't mean you ain't got no thoughts. In um, general. I feel like a lot of people should uh, start establishing what who they are and what they want. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was a major thing. Back when I was in the game, for real. At least, at least pressing, pre- doing full court presses in the game. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just one one. That's a different type of game. Full court presses in the game. That's <laughs> 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 funny. I mean, like, original. When, when you when, when you say like thoughts on the dating scene, what do you mean by that? Like, 
how dating uh, I don't know we can talk about <laughs> stories bro but how dating is guess, for a lot of people for, for a lot of wait, people wait how are you gonna say you have a girlfriend and then you then you bring up stories like how you even go I say I say I got a girlfriend so never I ain't got uh, no stories <laughs> now, what were you saying Norwich <laughs> bro what was the um no 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 i asked you when you said um when you asked like that's in the day saying like what, what specifically about it oh just the way it's set up for like uh like college kids and shit like that and like just in general you feel me so i don't want like dating going on right now and it's it's fucked up but. i feel like it, it sets like a lot of us yeah up to fail. and not only that but social media has that's fucked up. A all lot up, to bro. do. Like, just probably all in total, damn near. Like, that's fucked up the gen- this generation, for real, like, specifically. And then our overall thought process and the reason why we date each other is, like, completely fucked, completely up. fucked up. Like, the expectations a, of a reason. lot of women, I feel like, yeah. got it, like, very misconstrued. And it's like, bro, bro, we gotta, you gotta come to realization, like, and think about in terms of yourself and what you can offer, you feel me? So, yeah. I feel like that's also another way we can get a leg up in the world when it comes to, like, black people and our civilization. Like, if we can master that faster than the rest of the world, we'd be, you know, we'd have a, we'd have a, an, an enormous value, you know, that we could hold against other people. Like, oh, yeah, we conquered this, like, all the petty shit. Now our like divorce rates are like hella low. Hmm? Then our divorce rates would be hella low and okay. shit. You know what I mean? Hope this shit's picking up. <coughs> um, yeah. I feel like our divorce rates would be hella low. And uh if wait, if if anyway, if we did what? If we conquered like the petty bullshit, like um, I, I do think online dating yeah. has screwed up a lot of things. Um I think we look at relationships as a lot more transactional. Yeah. Facts. Uh, Facts. A lot more like, what are you like? What can you do for me? Yeah. Type of thing. It's lost a lot of the purity. I think, in, like the transactional view of relationships from the from the onset, allows it it creates a poor foundation for when people actually get into a relationship. That's why a lot of relationships can't last. Yeah. Because it starts from a, from a weak foundation. Yeah. You know. Um, I think there's a lack of a, a, a lack of friendship in relationships Facts. Um, nowadays because everything it's, it starts off so like starts off so sexual you know and I and I don't think that I, I don't think that that sex is the best way to to start a relationship if you want to if you want to do something long term yeah um, that's that's definitely the view that, that I've come to. And um online dating, bro, I mean I mean I really don't think it's working for a lot of people because I mean you look at numbers and studies like like this is like that there are more men who are virgins and more men who are sexless than than ever before. And we're we're missing a lot of the But at the same time though, like, I, I gotta say like I've been hearing a lot of studies <clears throat> been doing being done and and black people are really supposed to be like poly polyamorous so 
one dude's supposed to have like a certain amount of you know wives or a girl might have a certain amount of partners as well you know what I'm saying sometimes there's like multi-mingling families where it's just like hell different girls a couple dudes a couple girls would you like heck of different would dudes. you be fine with that hell fucking no that shit weird that shit is definitely weird. So, but so, so why do you say where we're supposed to have that if, if you wouldn't be fine because, with it? Because that's... Because when we say, like... Um, that can all... Like, that could also be, like, a quote-unquote ideal world. Is what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? But is it, re- is it a world? That's not a world. That's not the, that's not the world I want to live in. But for some people, that is. So it, when we have to take into consideration that the reason why a lot of us can't find what we're really looking for is because we don't really talk about how, like, the difference between what it means. I guess. Huh. You gotta talk about, like, I guess in a way, like, being like, straight and also, like, the type of relationship also fits into sexuality. What do you mean? Like, being a one, wanting to be, like, monogamous. Hmm. That's also having to do with, like, your sexuality as well. Because people don't want to be, like, in a relationship but also have hella different partners. Even if it's, like, non-official. Like, if it's, like, one dude... He got hella different, you know, girls on his rotation. Yeah. Or if a girl got hella different rotation, like hella niggas on her rotation, like it's, it's up. <laughs> like, so, like I'd be pissed. Pissed. Yeah. That ain't even happening. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And even if it's like for a short amount of times, that's still. Count. It's like at this point, you gotta know every girl got a lineup, bro. Facts, and that's kind of, and that's kind of what's wrong with society. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we, we kind of gotta like. Realize that, like, but but that's what I was saying, though, Joe. Like, we, we, in a way, like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound so bad about this, but we give ourselves up too much in society. Like, it's Who's cool we? to be, it's cool to be, like, have, like, hella different partners. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, that. I'm speaking from a place. It's deemed deem cool in society to have yeah, different Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just, just, just help. If you're a like, man, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? But it desensitizes us, though. It because, does. like, when we find the right one, you're going to tell me after, I don't know. Let's say I lost my shit when I was 18. I get married at 35. You tell me after 35, no. I get married at. Yeah, 35. You telling me after 17 years of fucking with hella different girls and having this amount of bodies that I'm supposed to just only have this one girl and be faithful to this one girl after I done cheated on this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, that had all these different girls at the exact same time in the same rotation? You gonna tell me that I'm supposed to just be with this one girl for the rest of my life? Sheesh. After I done tasted all that and I know there's hella other shit out there? I mean, that's why we got free will. I understand that, but, like, <laughs> in order to, like, reduce the, you know, I guess in the same way, the same, in that same line of thinking, I see what you're saying, like, having all that means that the connection is just going to be that much stronger. But a lot of people 
aren't finding that because our rate, the divorce rates are so high. Mm. And so some people, I feel like, what, how, wait, wait, to, what do you mean? It's because fine. of that. What do you mean? They're, they're not finding yeah. the love that they should be, um, or that would be there if it was like that strong. You know what I mean? Like, um, like if like going from this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl means that you know I found you and you're the one that I really need, that I really wanted this whole time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be when you find your wife. Yeah. But when you have like kids and shit, but in actuality, you know what I'm saying? Fifty percent people get divorced. So, um, what I'm saying that is like we don't uh, we don't we don't make it into thing where it's like we make it into a thing where it's like this girl I hit this girl I hit this girl I hit this girl I hit right and then I've hit damn near seventy by the time I find my wife. Yeah. Right? Why did I just hit 70 different girls when I'm only supposed to have a soul connection or a spiritual connection? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The real spiritual connection is with this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, I'm practicing, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, I'm just, you know, trying to find her, but I don't mean I gotta give my shit to every different yeah. girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's, like, not the thinking when it comes behind. Find it when it comes to dudes, but girls do it. Some some girls yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. I don't know. I guess it's just not enough dudes, bro. They don't they don't think about it this way. Oh, I don't yeah. mean to think about it like like. But I do like the conquer though. I'm not. I, I do like the. I like. Do you the like the I feeling like, of like? Okay, yeah, I like the conquer. I, I like I the chase. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm also a nigga though. But I understand. I understand. You know what I'm saying. I don't know, bro. I feel like it, it, I don't know, I, 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 You know, you know, you know, you know. I feel like it, it all comes down to what we desire as men. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's I like, like conquer, we, we right? want that feeling of like conquered. Yeah, conquered, like I want that said. conquer. I'm real primal. I took a, I took a BDS. <laughs> look, okay, that's some weird shit. I took a BDS test, and my what shit is, came. What is a BDS? Test? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Like, it? Oh, I really fuck. don't know what it is. Oh damn! Honestly, you know, you put this shit up. What is it? Oh, okay. You can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to show you niggas the results. <laughs> I can't say shit. I'm just going to show you niggas the results. The results came back. If you know, you know for the podcast. Um, the results came back to being... Uh, like, like 91% primal. That's when I was like, damn, I really am a masculine ass nigga. Like, fuck. Bro, what? Because your, se- your sexual desires really illustrate what you're. Oh, it's 100%. Never mind. Jeez, boy. That motherfucker say Primal Hunter. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Dude, I want to take this test. Wait, what does the bottom one say? I didn't, I didn't get that. Wow, that's crazy. Age player is worse than a slave. No, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, they're all at zero percent. Wait, what? Wait, what did you say? Crazy. 
You said age player? Age player. Age. Age player? Oh, whoa, wait, whoa. That's interesting. I want to take this test now. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. It's funny. It's funny. Send that to me. That shit was good. <laughs> I took that shit. I was like. Right, at first, I was like, what the fuck is what the fuck is a voyeur? <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck is a voyeur? So I looked that shit up. I was like, oh, fuck. I watch way too much porn. But I was like, 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 I gotta stop that shit. See, that's so another I just, thing. I, I feel like I really like don't even do it now. That I got a girlfriend. Yeah. So I don't know. It just comes to a time where like you just got so much going on. And yeah. You ain't got time for it. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, Michael, I really agree with with what you're saying about like the more partners that you have the more it'll be harder for you to like settle down or the, the more previous partners you have the more the harder it'll be for, for you to like settle down in the future yeah just because like you, you've experienced all that it's like but like, i feel like it's like the wonder like we all like it's okay if you're okay with a person who cheats you know what i'm saying because cheating is the main result in a lot of divorces mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like the reason why we don't we have this we have this many divorces because a lot of people are in denial that people don't be cheating or it's like oh it's not okay for you to cheat like people fuck up it's okay you know what I'm saying if the end of the day. cheated on you are you staying with her fuck no but that's no, because like, but wait but wait listen nah, listen no listen listen no, it's like, no listen because me and my girl both have an understanding that this is a monogamous relationship but it's, so, so therefore if she do. no. That's what I'm. But you're not seeing what I'm saying. If that's okay, if that if they're okay with that, why not just be uh, polyamorous? You see what I'm saying? But how many people are okay with that? Most people aren't okay with that. And are then you fucked up then? And you shouldn't be fucking up. I mean, it's like I feel like that's a lot easier to say than when it actually happens. It's like gotta build your discipline, man. That's all, that's all it is. That's all it is. You got to build your discipline. I mean... That's facts. You're right. You got to build your discipline. You're right. You got to know how to reject. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got to build your discipline. It's either, it's, either, it's one or the other, bro. It really should be. If, if, we're, if, we being, if we've been true and truthful, it's one of it for real. Because you have... Because now you have... Because most of the time when you get married, you have responsibility. Kids... You damn near put her name on the house or, or on, on the on the actual house that you live at or some shit. Oh, damn near got a joint account. You know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying? Now she get about to get half because if she about to get something because of alimony, who wants to lose something? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to lose shit. Um, and I'm not talking about some. I'm talking about a percentage. And by the time I get to where I'm about to be, it's about to be a chunk, boy. But, um... Uh... Yeah, like, who wants to lose something, bro? I'm not trying to lose nothing. Right. Right, I mean... I mean, I feel like all, this, all those, like, when it comes to cheating and stuff like that, I feel like it's more nuanced than just discipline. I'm not justifying it, but I feel like it's, it's a lot of things that that go into that, like a lot of psychological things, yeah. like how you was raised. Um, it's, just, it's just a lot. I think it's more than just straight discipline. Yeah. Because how do you work on discipline in, in that aspect? By working on other aspects of discipline, then, you know, trying to figure... Or I guess you got... Extreme case scenario, if you really are struggling and you need to, like, exercise 
your discipline to like an extreme level. I guess you can go to a strip club. I mean, listen, go to the strip club, sit no, there in the middle, bruh. ask for a lap dance, and stare at the wall. If you really have to, <laughs> like for real, like think about <laughs> you said ask for dance and stare at the wall. <laughs> You That's gotta, building up your discipline. Hey, bro, you gotta listen, go you gotta, and tell them, don't touch me. Exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't touch me. You just, just stand, just you know, get a, get her, get a lap dance, and she just tell her, don't touch me, and just stare at the fucking wall, and you just, you, you just sit there, and you just act like you're not even there. <laughs> bro, y'all got a bathroom over here, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You going for Tarzan, it, bro? Where, <laughs> <Weird>, bro? <laughs> I mean, I, I I got my spot over by the garage. Is that one? Is is this other spot spot over there? Outside? Yeah, yeah. But it's in the backyard, so okay. I can see. All right. There's a board over there. It's to the left or right? Uh, it's literally right here on the right. Uh, it's at the pink flag. It'll be back momentarily. Alright, I'm back. I'm trying to, trying to get. I was about to say some stupid shit, bro. Oh, wait, you can say it, dude. I'm about to listen. I'm, I'm about to act like had a good piss. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that shit was amazing. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I need it, that. <laughs> Every man needs a good piss. Look at that shit. I mean, it's pissing. We all do it. We all do it. Everybody do piss. it, bro. Look at that Did you have a good piss? <laughs> I didn't even ask it though, like I did, but I did. Bro, you ever been to the bathroom, bro? You walk in there and be that one nigga at the urinal with his pants all the way? Yeah. <laughs> bro, I, I don't really be seeing that a lot, bro. But when I do, I be like, are you five? Are you five, bro? Like, like no, why is your pants to your damn ankles? No, bro. Why, did, why was that? Bro, they be the most masculine ones. I was supposed If to you think it. about it. <laughs> they said fuck the law. They said fuck the law. Wait, wait, wait you right though. I was at the point. I was, I was at the port, bro. And this one nigga had his draw. He had his draw all the way on the ground, bro. I was like, nigga, that's nasty. That nigga, nigga turned around. He was like, and kept it. I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I, thought, bro, I thought he was gonna. Shit. I thought he was gonna panic or something, bro. Cause he like it was. I was. It was just me and him in the bathroom. And I was like, I was like, bro, that's nasty. <laughs> and he he turned around and he just looked me up and down and kept pissing. I was like, wait, what the fuck? You not gonna react, nigga? That's disgusting. Yeah, that there's some balls right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, that was some crazy shit. <laughs> he looked you up and down and just kept going like, like, like fuck your opinion. <laughs> what you did? Walk in the stall? No, I, was, I walked straight back out, bro. I was not finished just being in the fucking bathroom with some nigga with his balls all out, nigga. Cause like nigga, like you nigga, you got your you damn near half nudist now, nigga. Like what the fuck? You in the fucking bathroom, nigga? You at you at work, nigga? Like what are you doing? I was like, bro, we just nigga. We all do it. 
We all do it. Everybody do it, bro. Nigga said, did you have a good piss? <laughs> I didn't even ask it though, like I did, but I did. Bro, you ever been to the bathroom, bro? You walk in there and be that one nigga at the urinal with his pants all the way down? Yeah. <laughs> bro, I, I don't really be seeing that a lot, bro, but when I do, I be like, are you five? Are you five, bro? Like, like, no, why is your pants to your damn ankles? No, bro, why, did, why was that? Bro, they be the most masculine ones. I was if you think about it. <laughs> they said fuck the law. They said fuck the law. Wait, wait, are you right though? I was at the point. I was, I was at the port, bro. And this one nigga had his draw. He had his draw all the way on the ground, bro. I was like, nigga, that's nasty. That nigga, nigga turned around. He was like, and kept it. I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I thought, bro, I thought team, he was gonna. I thought he was gonna panic or something, bro. Cause he like he was. I was. I, it was just me and him in the bathroom. And I was like, I was like, bro, that's nasty. <laughs> and he he turned around and he just looked me up and down and kept pissing. I was like, wait, what the fuck? You not gonna react, nigga? That's disgusting. Yeah, that there's some balls right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, that was some crazy shit. <laughs> he looked you up and down and just kept going like, like, like fuck your opinion. <laughs> what you did? Walk in the stall? No, I, was, I walked straight back out, bro. I was not finished just being in the fucking bathroom with some nigga with his balls all out, nigga. Cause like nigga, like you nigga, you got your you damn near half nudist now, nigga. Like what the fuck? You in the fucking bathroom. Nigga, you at you at work, nigga? Like what are you doing? I was like, bro, what is this nigga doing, bro? Be the one that don't be caring. That nigga probably was like a walking boss or some shit. That was like some power flex type shit. <laughs> so you said a power flex? Yeah, yeah. that's some power flex type shit. Well, I do what I want. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga's dragging his balls. <laughs> dragging his nuts, bro. Like, <laughs> All on the concrete. Yeah, that's what you mean to kill you talking about. Scrubbing. Like, like, sometimes you just gotta drag your nuts across the floor, bro. Like, <laughs> drag your motherfuckers. <laughs> you, you just can't care what nobody's saying, bro. It's like... Keep- no, boss feeling real heavy. Nuts feeling real heavy, nigga. Nigga. Dang, bro, I miss a kill, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I know. Yeah. I wish that nigga slid, man. I know. He, said, he said he had a uh, he had, shoot. He had a shoot tonight. Yeah. It's all good, though. I ain't seen a kill since uh, October. Damn. What's him, though? What's him? Yeah. Because he, uh, we went to, we was at Yale together. Oh, yeah. He did fly out for that. Yeah. 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 He told me about that. Then we drove back down to Howard in the rental car. What? <laughs> yeah, that was some, bro. That was some crazy shit, bro. <laughs> bro, we was scrambling, bro, trying to find that rental, bro, because every other place was not trying to give us nothing like that would yeah. let us go to DC from from uh, from Connecticut. Yeah. Damn. So we we where, got that shit. Where'd you Where'd you go? Huh? Tell the story about the rental. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to. Uh, That's some say say shit. I'm trying to remember the full story for real. We went to uh, some like little like small local airport mm-hmm. in New Haven. Okay. And uh, bro, well, we had been driving around, bro. Well, we had been going around yeah. trying to find uh, like a rental car because we didn't know how we was gonna get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we we was we was gonna hop on the train, but the train was way too expensive. It was like it was like like three like four hundred, bro. Yeah, damn. Taking to get back, we're not trying to do that. That's and when we got to the train station to, to get a rental, and it was closed, it get closed right when we got there. So he was like, "Well, how the hell are we gonna get back, bro?" 
So y'all spent a night or something? <laughs> nah, nah, we didn't spend a night, but we um eventually ended up getting to a, a another rental car spot that was by like like I said earlier, like a little local airport. Yeah. And um they was about to not let us get through too. But we uh the lady that was working that we that we was working with made like a last minute call <laughs> to get it through and uh me and the kid was lit on the way back. We, we was lit, bro. We was lit. Got some Connecticut New Haven pizza. Yeah. Uh, did you, oh, uh, did you go where Gavin told you to go to? Hmm? Did, you, did you go where Gavin told you to go to? What are you talking about? Gavin. Zirkle? Zirkle. Where did he tell? I forgot he talked about pizza. Where did he tell us to go? Uh, I forgot. Pe- Peppies or something like that? No, nah, we didn't. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? We, I think I remember if you say. I don't remember, but it was hella good. It was like when it was like a pretty popular spot, like a pretty well known. What did it start with? I don't remember, bro. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. I thought I would probably remember if you said the first part. I mean, I don't even remember. <coughs> but yeah, bro. Kevin Zirko, what? That sounds hella familiar. Photographer. I think I went to school. What school, did you, what school did you go to? What school what have you went to? School? What, what schools have you gone to? Uh, so, okay. I'm about to take y'all niggas back. So, Beacon. I went to Beacon Day School. Beacon Shit. Day? I've heard of that school. Yeah, I went there. Did like, anybody from St. Mary's go there? I don't even remember, Did it remember, turn into bro. Lighthouse? I, I, was, I was so young, bro. I, don't I know I know people from St. Mary's who, who, tell, who told me they, they school and they said Beacon Day. I yeah, bro. I've, I've been, I went to Beacon Day from like, K or like preschool to first grade, and then I went to Crocker Highlands. No, then I went to Fruitvale. Wait, wait, wait. Then I went to Crocker Highlands. Wait, 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 wait. What? You said Beacon Day. Beacon Day School. That shit is is like it's on the border of Alameda and Oakland. Okay. You know this girl named Siva? No. I had to. <laughs> 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 nah, that shit is like right on the border of Oakland, Alameda. And I went there like preschool to first grade. And uh, that shit was pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. But I used to bullshit there, but I used to be asleep all day. <laughs> In class? <laughs> yeah, but I used to be getting away with that shit. It'd be like, let, let him sleep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because cause I didn't talk to nobody. So they thought I had like some type of like uh, learning disorder so they just let me do what the fuck I wanted to do bro but that's horrible that's crazy <laughs> bro, that's so my horrible. mom got me the fuck up out that school and she sent me to Fruitvale that shit wasn't working I went there for like a year one of my granny used to teach there for real? yeah I know hella people that used to go there I used to be up there all the time and then, bro and then, wait and then I that's went crazy. to and then I went to Crocker Highlands Elementary that's where I went from like second to fifth grade like that's my whole childhood in <clears throat> there. Yeah. Like that's where I met all my niggas. In like middle school, I went to Bay Tech. Bay, Bay Tech. And that's where I met like hella, hella my other niggas. And then after that, I went to like Bentley. That and that's where I met Akil yeah, and yeah. like everybody. Yeah. I'll be kicking it with and shit. Bentley. Man, I still Akil should have came to St. Mary's, man. Yeah. It sucks that you didn't. I wish I, I, wish I stayed. I was trying to go to Odell, bro. For real? Yeah. 
My mom was like, don't you? Why did she want you to go to Doug? Bro, I don't know. I really don't know. Nah, she, she was, Dow people were, I Dow people were. She was stubborn, bro. She was like, it's ghetto. I'm like, bro. Every school ghetto. Oh, that was not ghetto. Every school uh, ghetto. A school that's bro. ghetto is Moreau. Oh, my God. Bro, oh, my God. That, that's, that, that's a. You talking about the one all the way in, in Hayward. Hayward? Yeah. Bro, you could tell by their basketball gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moreau, Moreau hella ghetto, bro. Bro, that shit crazy. Oh, oh, that was, oh, that was not ghetto, though. Oh, that was, no, 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 she mm-hmm. insisted on building. It was a better education, which it was. It was like one of the top private schools, like private high schools yeah. in Cali. Like it was the first. I think the first one was CPS. Yeah. And then Billy was like the second one, but that shit was even all that for real. That shit was just like basic curriculum, bro. For real? Yeah. Like it was none different from St. Mary's, bro. It was none different from uh, from honestly like any other ones. Head Royce. Like, I mean, Head Royce probably had it. I ain't go lie. Like, Head Royce had it. I ain't go lie. They had hella little techies coming out they shit. Right. Man. Did you ever consider St. Mary's? Yeah. That's what, that's what my, my first choice was. For real? Yeah. Like, I really want to go to Odell. Like, that was my favorite. But mm-hmm. I wanted to go to uh, St. Mary's if I didn't get in. But I got put on the waiting list. Mm. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm yeah, putting on the Bentley. I got put on the waiting list, too. And then my pops got comfortable. For St. Mary's? You up on the waiting list? Really? They didn't let me back in. Huh? They didn't let me back in. You talking about after? Oh. You tried to apply back to St. Mary's after freshman year? Oh, Junior year, too. Junior year? They didn't let you in? Crazy shit. Or was it junior year or sophomore year? I think it was, I think it was my soft, I think it was at the end. Yeah, it was in my sophomore year. So junior, for junior year. I applied for junior year. Really? Yeah. You didn't tell nobody that. I don't think so. I think because I got put on the waiting list, I was trying to try to surprise people, but once I got put on the waiting list, I wasn't sure. I was like, fuck it. I I don't know. Did you ever, like, go up to the school to try to... I mean, the niggas knew who I was. It was Miss Paul's... It was Miss Palenio. And what's the other nigga's name? Lawrence something. Mr. Puck? Lawrence Puck? Yeah. Mr. Puck wouldn't let you back in? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And you go, you talk to him? Yeah. You 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 talk you do physically yeah. talk to him again. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They said I was like first in line. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It'd be crazy to see like a lot of like a lot of really smart people were put on the waiting list for St. Mary's, bro. I think it was also because that the teacher gave me an F that year. For what class? Oh, 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 at at Albany? Yeah, he was racist. For real? Yeah. I had a racist as a high school teacher. Fuck that nigga, Mr. Ross. (laughs) You had a racist high school teacher, Rich? Hell yeah, bro. He used to say nigga. Oh, yeah, we would have been fighting. This nigga was subtle. It is crazy, bro, because he was my culinary arts teacher, too. Wow. And I kind of fucked with him. He used to make chicken jokes. Bruh, now that I think about it, he used to point a lot of, like, season shit at me. Like, he used to really throw, like, a little shade on, like, 
putting extra seasoning on shit, even though I never extra seasoned or over seasoned <laughs> my food, bro. Who's gonna say you wasn't black enough? Like, 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 he was like, okay, don't put too much salt. I'm like, bro, like, be cool. <laughs> like, I'll be doing this shit he too. He was on that shit. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. He used to say nigga and shit up in class. He was white? Yeah. He was a boomer baby, bro. Oh, yeah. He used, to, he used to be like letting it fly. Yeah. Uh, not letting it fly, but he'll, he'll kind of like wind it up. He'll be like, I'm only saying, he'll be like, I'm only saying this for educational reasons. And he'll just say that shit. I'm what like, type of educational reasons? I'm like, everybody know what you about to say by now, nigga. Like, don't, don't say that shit now. What was he saying that for in, in the culinary class, though? Nah, not in the culinary, in the, in, the history, <laughs> in the history class. He was oh. my culinary teacher, though. Oh, oh I uh, thought you were talking about, like, he was, he, uh, in, in culinary class, there's a, a, nah, a drink. Nah, I'm talking about the history. There's a drink called nigga. Nah. <laughs> 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 nah, bro, but mainly history, though. He used to really, like, say the N-word, for real. That probably made him feel powerful. Probably. I'd be like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I'm not, yeah. We, I, I kind of just brush it off. Right, because there's it's really nothing I could I could have done. Yeah, he's just probably wanted to leave. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I know Q. He was fed up with Ben. <laughs> I know he was. Man. Yeah, that's where I met a Q, man. Over the music and the fashion, for. Real. Over the music. Over the music, for real. That's because Playboy Cardi, he was hot, and then like Lil Uzi. But even before that, we'll share songs on SoundCloud and shit. Like, our whole friend group, and we'll just all, like, listen to our own shit on the side, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, we used to all come on some real, like, fucking 2016 Playboy Cardi shit, bruh. We had the Bape on with the fucking, like, the big jeans, bruh, the skinny jeans. We had CDG and all that shit, bruh, so. CDG, I remember that shit, Man, fear of God, man, that shit was fear hella God. hot, bro. Oh my God, that shit was hella hot back in 2016. That shit was crazy. It's a different era, right there. <laughs> For real, completely different era. Niggas was wearing runners with the jeans, bro. That shit is wild. Roshi runs. But I ain't gonna lie, nah, nah, not Roshi runs. It was the finest, bro. In the, oh, in the white threes. I ain't gonna lie, the white threes was cold. The ultra boost was cold. The Yeezys cold. But niggas will look at that shit now compared to like the shit that's really produce and put out into the market now and really be like, nigga, that shit I was wearing was trash. I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. That shit was not trash. That's still, that shit that's still, still, it's still, still heat, bro. bro. I'm not gonna lie. I saw some babe. I saw some babe, uh, babe, uh, MF Dooms and that shit was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. They were black and silver. Some babe MF Dooms. Yes. You sure they were babe? Yeah. They were black and silver? Yeah, some forces. So what is this? Yes, I ain't never seen those. I ain't fuck. never seen those. They're cold as fuck. I don't think I've ever. Is that a new collab or like? Yeah, I think some custom shit. I that don't even sound. Some shit. I don't know. I Maybe they did some shit. shit. Let me look at that. That shit was crazy. Nah, I want those MF Doom dunks, bro. Or were they? The, they might have been the dunks. Let me see. I don't. Are you talking about these? Those are they the were dunks. lows. They were lows. They were the dunks. Those are the dunks. Those shits look crazy. Those shits are crazy. Man, bitch is expensive as fuck though. <laughs> yeah, those shits is crazy. Yeah. What the other side look like? Yeah, these. Uh, look at the bottom. Ooh, his face. 
It's his face. No, it's cold. <laughs> it is ugly. Brother Bear's here. <clears throat> Yo, gang, you here? All right, brother. Hey, Joey, hit the. Let's uh, listen what's, what's to episode. All right. Well, all right. Let me see. Let me see how we gonna do this. Let me see. We gotta restart this conversation. Actually, hmm? no, you know. Okay, let me that part. All right, y'all. <clears throat> this was a great episode. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like we talked about a lot of different things, and like really deeply as well. Um, I feel like this conversation would not have been as fluent if. Uh, it wasn't had on this type of like timing. Like, just, I feel like this is a very good first episode for you to like for us to restart recording again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't recorded an episode uh, since uh, since August. Summer. Yeah, since summer. Sheesh. Yeah. I feel like this is a very good first episode for real. Yeah, bro. So thank you, Rich, for coming in, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I really appreciate you for really coming on and really. Like sharing, like sharing your truth with the world. Indeed, you know what I'm saying with us, bro. Um, our facts. I ain't talked to Rich in years, bro. Yeah. But yeah, man. Welcome in. No, welcome. Yeah, man. This was another good episode of the Black Lotus Podcast. I was your co-host, Mike Blue. And your co-host, Josiah Jacobs. And as we always. Yeah, so I don't know what happened with the mic right there, but as we always like to end it with, as long as y'all show love, we'll stay consistent. Good job.